0: What's up, podcast listeners? This is Kalani Ng, and you are having coffee with Kalani. This is the show where I talk about stuff that's interesting to me, and sometimes with people who I'm interested in. Today, I'm going to be sharing a little session I like to call Books I bought from a dollar store. And today I'm going to be sharing a book that I picked up called Stuff Every Man Should Know. It is Sunday, so I thought I would have some fun day. It'll be fun day. And so that's why I wanted to share uh, some things the man should know. And I'm not sexist. I think that every woman as well, or really every capable human being should know. And actually, I haven't gone through them really. So this will be the first time with you. Uh, I just thought it would be a a hoot to buy this book because I like to try to be a man sometimes. And uh, my wife likes me to be a man sometimes. So that's why I bought the book. It's a hoot. Let's get into it. Number one. First thing you should know as a man is how to build a campfire. And this is according to Brett Cohen, that's the author of this book. I think uh, oh, it says Hallmark on the back. And so why should you, I'm not going to tell you how to do all these things, but I'm t- saying these are some things that maybe you should want to go and learn how to do. I don't know how to, I've never know, like been taught how to build a campfire really, but I've built campfires with my friends in the woods. So we kinda, we're self-taught. But uh, why should you wanna build a campfire? You you never know one day during the zombie apocalypse when uh, there's no stoves and microwaves. You might wanna go out there into the woods and build a campfire so that you can cook some food for yourselves and your family and survive the zombie apocalypse. And maybe one day you might wanna take your kids camping And be like the cool dad, being like, hey, son, daughter, I can teach you how to build a campfire. And so go out there and learn how to build a campfire. And plus, at nighttime, on the beach, you want to stay warm. You want to play soccer around the campfire like the karate kid. You could do that if you knew how to build a campfire. All right. Number two, the poker hierarchy and glossary. Now, I know how to play regular poker. I have like a general idea. I never really was a a poker player. The only card game I really got into was, well, two, I would say, but mostly rummy and not even gin rummy, just rummy. And the other one would be like spades when I was deployed to Iraq. I played spades quite a bit. Sometimes dominoes, but mostly spades. Uh, And throughout the years, we played tr- a game called Trumps, uh, Rich Man, Poor Dad. No, that's that's a book, <laughs> Rich Man, Poor Man. And I was never really—I mean, I was okay with those. And we played spoons. We played those kind of games, but I never really like—I always forgot how to play them. Like Papito, um, I'd play them, but I'd always forget. Oh, how do you play that? You have to remind me when we play again. You guys ever do that? Like, say, "Oh, you guys want to play this game?" And you're like, "Yeah, but you're gonna—you're gonna have to remind me how to play it." Um, That was most games for me. Um, But Rummy, I think, is the only one where I could just pick up and and play. I guess it was an easy game to play. But poker, I never really understood. Um, I'll read off what they are uh, a little bit, and then you can go ahead and watch some YouTube videos about it or something. Uh, So in the hierarchy, it goes two of a kind, two pair, three of a kind, straight, flush, full house. Four of a kind, straight flush, and royal flesh. So if you're ever wondering, oh, what's what's going to win if I have a four of a kind or a straight flesh? Straight flesh wins. So go out there, play some poker. Next is the, the toolbox essentials. I guess, you know what, men out there, it's okay if you don't have the toolbox essentials. My wife is the tool girl in this house. I am not the tool girl. She is. So she has the toolbox essentials. And when I need to do something manly, I call call my wife and ask if I can borrow her tools. But there's a list of about 20 items, I guess, that should be in your toolbox, from tape measure to claw hammer. And I don't know what I guess a claw hammer is just a regular hammer with the back end where you can pull out the nails. Uh, allen wrenches, a hacks a handsaw, utility knife, gloves. Oh, it says you uh WD-40 spray. That's the stuff that I put on my bike tire, my bike chain when I was young, and it worked for a day and then it froze up my chain. Uh a flashlight. So there is a good list and I maybe I'll do a uh, a blog post or an episode just talking about uh, stuff that you can have in your toolbox. Um, so you would need all these things in case you wanted to do some projects around the house. You know, I've, I've started to do projects, have done projects over the years around the house. And the one thing that I can take away is having the proper equipment makes makes the job a whole lot easier. Uh, If you're trying to uh, cut a whole bunch of plywood with a a hacksaw, that's not gonna work. You need a skill saw. So go ahead, fill your toolbox up so that you can have an easier job doing jobs. Number uh, four, I think we're on number four. These aren't numbered in here. Number four is, oh, in order, to do this, you're going to need a good toolbox. It's called how to hang a picture a Picture frame. My uh, Again, my wife knows how to do this. She um, has hung a whole bunch of pic- picture frames up. Uh, I try, um, and then oh, I help her, and then I try, but I can never get it straight. Um, so I guess there is a technique to hanging it up. So you should learn that. Because you don't want people coming into your house, looking at your wall and being like, "I'm out of here because that picture is crooked." So go go ahead and hang some straight, some straight picture frames. Uh, number five, number five. How to jump start a car? I just needed this. Like I have jumped that. Maybe it's just my brain, but I have jump started a lot of cars in my life, and every time I have to try to remember. Okay, okay, yeah, the red one is positive. Yep. Yeah. Okay, which one do I, do I take off the negative first? When I'm power, when I'm finished, I take off the positive, the black black one, take the black one off? So, it is important to know how to jump start a car. In fact, two days ago, my wife and I were at the mall. We came out, start, tried to start our car and it wouldn't start. Our battery was dead. We needed to go down to O'Reilly's to get one of those jump kits. We hooked it up. Didn't work. Apparently, it didn't have enough power, enough volts or voltage or joules to jumpstart our car. So we had to leave it overnight and then take it over to Sears to have them change out the battery. Battery uh, The battery was dead. Uh, So jumpstart our car, number six. Number six. How to change a flat tire. This is important. You don't wanna be stuck on the side of the road waiting for someone else to come and change your tire for you. You need to get out of the car, you need to get under the car, you need to get that jack out, pump it up, take off those boats, take off the tire, put the new that little donut tire on, the little tiny one, and then you gotta be like a low rider driving down the street, doing like sideways, you know, like like you, like like you got one shoe on so that you can get a new tire. Spend $400, get that thing back on. Go out there and change some tires. Change some tires, people. Uh, Let's go with number, I think this is number seven. Hopefully this is number seven. I lost track. The only knot you'll ever need to know. (laughs) It doesn't say which knot it is. So, oh, here it is. The bowline knot. I am not sure. I know how to do this. It looks like a pretzel in the picture. Um, it, the instructions go like this. This is the rabbit hole. Out comes the rabbit. It runs through the tree and hops back into the hole. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that is the uh, instructions. Uh, there's a little bit more behind those, but that is hilarious. Those are the bold words. In there, they teach you how to tie this knot. So, uh, I don't know why you would need this particular knot or how this particular knot helps everything, uh, but apparently, the Federal Aviation Administration uh, recommends this knot to tie down aircrafts, light aircrafts. That is, so if you want one knot to rule them all, one knot to control them all. Go and learn how to do a bowline knot. All right, number eight. Are we doing number eight, number nine? Um, Let's see. How to cast a fishing rod. I've done this two or three times in my life, and I'm still not sure if I'm doing it right. All I know is it did not hook the back of my shirt like I thought it would. I thought, because I'm not a fisherman, I was nervous to go fishing because I thought that when I cast it out, it was going to grab the back of my shirt and I would whip it so hard that it would throw me into the water. And so I never went fishing. And then I finally did with one of my friends and he showed me how to do it. And I whipped it out there and I cut nothing, but that's not the point. That's not the point. The only fish I've ever caught was trolling. I guess, I think it's called trolling. You go, you. go, We jumped in a kayak and we put the, uh, we mounted this the fishing pole behind us, and we dragged it through the water while we paddled. So it's kind of like I was tricked to exercising while I was "quote unquote" fishing, which I had not, nothing to do with uh, until the thing bit. And then I guess I reeled, re- 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 reeled it in, and uh, it was about, I would say, seven inches long. About I don't know how much I weighed. It weighed. Uh, but it wasn't, a, was not a marlin, at all. But we ate it, and it was pretty good. I didn't cook it. Learn how to fish, people. Cast a fishing rod. Let's see what's next. I'm gonna say this is the last one. You know why? I don't care. Because this is Sunday fun day. I don't care if it's ten or 9, or 11. If it's 11, you got a bonus. If it's 10, I did good job. If it's 9, I apologize. But this is my number 10. And this is perfect for me. It's how to hold a baby. Yes, because. It's perfect for me because I have a son. And I hold him. He is uh, 2 years old. So... I've held him, so I have experience in this area. So I can talk as an expert on how to hold a baby properly. And the guy in this picture uh, looks like Bob Ross. So if you want to see the man who looks like Bob Ross, you need to go and pick up this book called Stuff the "Stuff Every Man Should Know by Brett Cohen. And how to hold a baby. This is important because you don't want to drop Your baby. It is not a good thing. Trust me. I've never done it. Thank God I have not done that. But I don't want to. I have another one coming. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. April ish, middle April ish is when my new son will be here. And I'm super excited. And I don't want to drop him either. So it is important to learn how to drop baby i'm just I, I, i'm just joking it's important to know, to know how to hold a baby there's a lot of different ways to hold a baby learn one learn two learn them all learn how to hold a baby it's important and that's it for today that is the 10 things that every man or woman or capable human being should know if you enjoyed this podcast please subscribe If there's an option to like, please do. If there's an option to comment, do that. But if you can, go and leave a review. Hopefully it's a good one. But be honest, I'd like to hear it. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for having coffee with Kalani. I will see you in the next episode. Aloha.